Start your journey with master coach, clinical counselor, and Ayurvedic practitioner, Paris Mogtatter, to uncover new layers of your life. Together, we'll break the social conditioning that holds you back, giving you a way to improve physical health, greater emotional stability, and strengthen connections both within yourself and others. everybody and welcome back to the Ayurvedic Therapist podcast. I have my beautiful longtime friend and colleague Whitney Mullings here with me. Um, we're so honored to have you Whitney. Thank you so much for being here. She is yeah of course she is a, uh, a soul brand shaman and I'm so intrigued to find out more about what that exactly means and how the transformation that Whitney brings into, uh, you know, uh, transformational leaders really helps uh, change lives and helps us with, you know, the amount of stress and tension that we might be going through these days in our lives. Uh, so I'm really looking forward, Whitney, to speak to you today. And I'm posting this right after the episode where you were kind of doing it backwards, but I'm posting it right after the episode of where you guided me through a very beautiful and in-depth meditation uh, and journey about celebrating our uh, feminine empowerment. And this was a few weeks ago. So, um, it's, it's kind of nice to speak to you again and unpack that because it was, it was, it really was powerful for me. And a lot has shifted for me since then. So I would like to talk to you about that uh, mm -hmm. as well, but before we go there, <laughs> Will you please tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got into shamanism and yeah, anything that you want to tell us about that? Oh, thanks for having me, Paris. It's so my pleasure and, you know, the honor is mine. I just love and adore you. It's been so many years. Um, so for me, I know it's a mouthful, like so much soul brand shaman <laughs> so this is how it came about I started my own business as a brand strategist and so the focus is really helping women entrepreneurs to really get clear on what makes them as a brand unique and I think this is like a missing mark for a lot of women especially when we come and and trying to charge money for our services, especially. And then I just see even myself included so easy to go in and talk to like the features of what you can do and offer, you know, uh, behind your services. But, you know, in the world of marketing, that's just known as commodity, right? So it's just about how much you charge for the features and everyone else offered the same. So then what makes you you and why people should pick you and why do you care to build a brand so in a way to position that you as the best and only option for your audience? 
And so that's really coming back, back to like, well, let's put some strategy around your positioning and what we call your brand. And so then my business was struggling at the beginning. I wasn't signing on the clients that I was hoping to. Um, and so it was like really stressful. I had babies and really want to make this work. I was at mat leave and I was just felt pressed. I'm like, it's either I make it now or I have to go back to a job. Anyways, all of that, I just know and know if I want to make a change in my trajectory, I need to do something different. So I seeked out business coaches. I hired mindset coaches. So one after another, I'm like, oh, okay. So I need to have all these experts around me in place. But then I learned all these new skill sets, made all the investments in myself. But my progression was just like trickling, like inching, not the big leaps. Until I come across this, you know, final decision, like, okay, I'm going to go hard. It's like ride or die. It's like, I'm just going to put everything into it. If it doesn't work, then I'll just go get a job, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is the last mentor. She goes, you know, I can help you. You need to work on your self-worthiness. I don't know what that meant, honestly. Mm. I just want to make a buck. And so, but something was very rippling. It's so powerful after speaking to her. And I just have this back of my head. I'm like, I know she's for me. I don't even know exactly whatever thing that she said, but I know it. And so I just went for it. And she's the modern day shaman. And I'm like, whatever. I trust her. Like, just go with the last bang, hurrah, you know? Right. And I yeah. kid you not, the moment I said yes, I signed on high-end clients, like four-figure clients. So I upfront investment paid for <laughs> plus some. And it was so good after working with her, everything changed. I literally gained more confidence in myself. I have more clarity in what I want to do. I felt so motivated and so energized in my work. And I just love it because I fulfilled by it and so I continue to apprentice with her and that's really how I really dive into shamanism and all that we worked on for the year is learning how to listen to my own inner voice which is my own intuition the more that I dive into my own intuition the more I come to get in touch with my clients and like I all of a sudden were able to do my work so much more effective because we're just cutting through the noise and just go straight to the energy and like gaining more um, trust in what I'm hearing, what's flowing through me. And we'll be able to like move more blocks and my clients are getting more results quicker. And so it just kind of spiraled and it's just start to build from there. And I just had been on this journey and that was since 2017. Wow. Yeah. And so to this point where I'm like, should I even keep brand specialist type of like title? 
And I've thought about it so many times to the point where I'm like, no, I, I'm going to do it because now I'm talking about how do you upgrade your spiritual power, you know, up your global leadership and activate those those people that you work with, like either be your client or your team in like the corporate setting. It's how you connect and really activate leadership around you from doing this world, this work on yourself and it's essentially how you lead yourself how do you want to you know pour your heart into the work that makes the impact that you want to create so that's what we call your purpose right your mission and your purpose and so all of that you know it's what I really have drawn the parallel to as your personal brand so what makes a strong brand to stand out um, to be very uniquely who you are um, and to be innovative and keep creating in the path of what you love and attract, you know, the charisma, the magnetism around you for people to, hey, what are you, I, I like what you're saying. Tell me more, you know? So all of that, it's really coming from that energy of alignment. Wow. And so that's how it came to today and what I do in pairing up and shamanic journeying with my clients. To get to what is your brand strategy, either in business or leadership in the corporate, or just be a mom or, you know, a leader in your community, but sometimes just be leader in your household as a friend, a daughter, a wife. Yeah, that is, I mean, there's so much beauty in a lot of things that you mentioned and so many boom, 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 important things uh. that you said there. <laughs> but, um, and I want to remember them, but the one thing that stood out for me first is like, you know, we can only take our clients and our children and our family mm -hmm. members because we are women and women are powerful and women are the leaders and guides. And, yeah. you know, traditionally, and if you look at all these ancient traditions women were the leaders and wow. uh, I don't care what you think but at the end of the day at the core of things you are the leader of your family or your business <laughs> and and so when you say we can only take our clients as much as our own growth like I that has been like the theme of my work this year and last year. I mean, this year I'm just expanding on it, but um, I realized that I can only my clients can only grow to the point where I have seen growth in myself. And yes. so, how wonderful and powerful is it for me to continue growing? And a part of that growth. I found was the the self-worth and the work around uh, yeah. money. And there's so like, it's a huge deal. And my ultimate growth as a leader, as a teacher, as a guide did not start happening and things flowing in and for my clients to have like aha moments until I realized that I I was worth a lot more than I thought, you know, that my work yeah. is worth it, that um, through a lot of like 
experiences that I had last year and one of them being plant medicine, I just saw myself as I, who I truly am. And it's yeah. like all the, the layers dropped and I saw myself as the pure being that I am. And, and I think that we tend to have so much shame as women, especially around when we have to receive something. And I think that it really goes back to our childhood and the societal ways and the family's way of being like, okay, that's enough. Be, be grateful for the little bit that you have or don't ask for more or be quiet and, you know, and help others. And and those are all beautiful, great qualities. Mm -hmm. But if you are this little girl kind of curled up in the corner who who gets benefit from that you know your children want to see you in your power they want to see you in your shakti and shakti is your feminine empowerment shakti is within you we're not trying to create something extra this is within you already yeah you've kind of kept it small and quiet because you know, because we're supposed to be quiet and well-behaved and da-da-da-da-da in our society. And and just allowing for that flower to bloom. Yeah, yeah. And and so just bringing this back to uh, knowing that if I'm hiding parts of me that consist Mm -hmm. of who I truly am is that Shakti and that empowerment, my feminine energy that maybe wants to dance or move a certain way and like all of myself. Yeah. Then how can I take my clients to their ultimate state of being? Because we're all here with a different purpose. We're all here with a different Dharma, but ultimately if you can see the light within yourself and you can allow for that flower of Shakti to grow within you, it blooms. And that part yeah. is not something we control or we, we just let you see it. And literally, once you see the light that shines within yourself, it starts blooming. And I see it every day now. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. That's so beautiful. It just speaks to the testament of the work that you've done, you know, like, and when I say the work that you've done is that, you know, you, you are working on making what's unconscious in you to become conscious. Right. And so I totally agree with what you're saying. And unless if you have brought those different perspectives in yourself, then you won't be able to guide others to do the same for them. So you know, to exactly your point, when you grow, you know, you would take your clients or people who are meant to work with you, you know, to grow as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and uh, just going back to the money part of this, because I'm Uh emphasizing on this, because so many of us women, we have so many so so much education, so much knowledge, so much empowerment, and we still play small. And it's like, oh no, no, don't worry. Like, yeah, uh, don't worry. Like, pay me half. And 
<laughs> and I think that until we're doing that, that we're not really allowing for mm-hmm. all of us to bloom. Because, yeah. because I don't want to live my life in my half off anymore. You know, (laughs) I want to be like, yes, baby, I'm going to give you my heart and soul. If you are my client, if you are my friend, if you are in my circle, I'm going to be fully in and take care of you. And so Mm -hmm. that energy is exchangeable, you know? Yes, it is. It is. And so like, okay. So this is what I do know and learn along the way is, you know, going back to the ancient teachings, there was a time called the golden ages. And this is like how I talk to my client out, you know, the patriarch, you know, the patriarchal ways. So this is before the patriarchal ways is what called what's called the golden ages. And when you look at it, it's like, oh, that all makes sense because, you know, the king of those days or the empire, they all consult you know, like um, the 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 feral is that what what the name is feral or like, you know the the higher consul the the one that who is like able to intuit the energy right. of things. Yeah. So when we say it in that term, and that's how I would define those are your feminine qualities, and everyone has it, but is patriarch. that had got us to believe oh you gotta shut it down and the you know the witch's age you know like Mm -hmm. it's you know all of that era had shunned it and so today i think the 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 rise of the feminine is exactly that more of us know and have the awareness that we don't have to play small so i think the next step following that and what i had to work through myself is really to embody that, yeah. embody that knowing, embody that worth, embody that you know you don't have to be half off, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I think what happened is there's this stage that I've gone through where I'm like, oh, I could do this, you know. And if you're online for some time, there's this era of like, oh, you gotta hustle, you gotta be the badass, you know, you gotta be the the, the female CEO. And there's a little bit of connotation as like, just do it, just go all in, you could do it. And there's a little distortion in that as well, because, you know, it's good that you have their awareness, but how do you feel it? Because until you feel it, you're not in alignment. You could be asking for the price you think you're worth asking, but if it's not happening, it means there's stuff underneath going on. And this is where the shamanic journey, which just goes Oh, no, the energy here is blocking you. So there is going to be that conditioning or limiting belief or the shadow that you're still subconsciously living in that will keep you small, no matter how you can believe that you could be bigger, you know, get into that bigger role, the bigger impact, which you're meant for. Does that, does that ring a bell? Like, totally. Yeah. In that space, I, I would say, you know, there's ups and downs, as you know, for business, and that's just the natural cycle of things. But when, you know, some months are just so dry, you know, mm-hmm. some months just trickling in. And I had, I had to like really look in even further. I'm like, oh, I thought I worked on this. Like, what else is there to work on? And, and it is this feminine aspect that you've mentioned, you know, like, oh, you're, 
this little girl that you know the good girl syndrome. You know, don't be too much. You know, don't make other people feel bad, or the savior complex of like, oh, you're here to help and nurture and support, and you just give all of yourself. And sometimes, do you see what I mean? It goes to, to the other end of the spectrum, and that would be the savior complex. Like, oh, but I need to pour my heart out. And if it means I'm not going to take care of myself, at least I'm helping my client. You know that, like savior yes. complex. You know, absolutely. And so that feeds into that subconscious of not good enough that you need to give more of what you can give to be the nurturer. You know. Yeah, and this—that's such a good point. And um, when I took the time in the in the pandemic. Because, you know, many of our listeners know this, but I owned a yoga studio, a hot yoga studio. Do not own a hot yoga studio during a pandemic. (laughs) It's the first thing to be shut down and the last thing to open. And um, it went, my studio went from a thriving 8,000 people walking through the door every week to basically zero overnight without any you know, uh, uh, pre-knowledge of anything and without knowing what the future brings. It was a very, very stressful time. And so after getting kind of over the shock of that, I had to like coach myself through getting back up on my feet and being like, I already knew, like my intuition was telling me that the next thing that I really wanted to do that was my dharma was to work with my incredible hand-picked clients one-on-one and really put that focus on that. And here was my opportunity to build a program around that because what I was seeing as an Ayurvedic practitioner at the time and for years, you know, you know, Whitney practicing at the studio was that people would come to me for their skin or for their gut health. And then I would like give them a bunch of things to do and it would be great. And it would make a change at the beginning, but then they couldn't follow up with it because we all need that guide. And, and I came to to know that our gut health and our skin health has a lot to do with our mindset. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I put myself back in school for psychology and coaching and all of these programs. Um, and I, I kind of created a program where um, I take women through 12 pillars of transformation. And the reason why I'm saying this is because to your point, uh, what a couple of the pillars are really focused on codependency. And the reason for that is because yeah. as women, as soon as we come, you know, into this world, we have to be the good girl and yeah. take care of everybody else and share. And, and although there is nothing wrong with that, um, we, we never learn to value ourselves and our true self and, and to create boundaries for ourselves and know that we are worth it and we deserve things. You know, I've had clients that, come to me when they absolutely are running on absolute empty and things get so bad or the, the time where your body is manifesting a disease, it means that that disease has yes. been kind of coming and manifesting for like 
eight, ten Who knows years. How long. Yeah. Or how long? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There are six stages of disease in Ayurveda. So when you come to me, when you're in the fifth or sixth stage, it's a lot more difficult to take you back than if you come to me in stage one and two, when it's just showing up as something is not right. Mm. I, I have given all of my stuff, you know, to my family, friends, to my partner, and I'm not feeling taken care of. I'm not feeling mm-hmm. like people are giving this much of it even back to me. So what's wrong? So, <laughs> so, um, so, it's wrong? So, so important to, <laughs> to recognize that and to pause and be like, okay, I, I matter. And I, how do I now fill up my cup so that my cup's so full that it overflows like your children want to see you healthy and happy what we call ojas in ayurveda the color of your skin like energy ojas is energy tejas is the color of your skin like you know when someone is so healthy and happy you can just really sense their vital force and i think that what we're missing more and more as moms who work time or moms that are constantly taking care of their children and their families without putting it back into their own cups is they're missing the prana tejas and ojas which is the joy the color of robust health and their energy levels it all goes hand in hand in hand and so um encouraging like whatever uh whatever works for you you know like some some people might really uh, take a session with you and me and really like the shamanic journey or uh, would really need to bring their business or their leadership into organize the state of being and empower the state of being. And some people might benefit more from learning about their constitution or maybe it's a combination of all of these things, but... One thing that my teacher always used to say is don't think you can do it alone and find your teacher and follow them. And so when I look back, I'm like, when I found my teachers, like I literally knew with everything in my gut that I was supposed to, to learn from this person, you know, and then once that journey is done and you're ready to move on to the next teacher, your body will tell you that too. Like I've been yeah. working with uh, my my teacher, Scott, Dr. Scott Blossom. I met him years ago at Kripalu. Um, he teaches yoga and Ayurveda, but he's also a Chinese medicine doctor. I have literally learned so much from this man. And I just love him, love him, love him so much. <laughs> and now we're like approaching like 15 years of like me being oh, his wow. student and learning from him. And now I can feel that, okay, like Scott's kind of like my buddy now and I'm ready to move (laughs) on to all of a sudden I'm like, I really like want like Pachamama energy. Like I'm ready for a goddess, you know, (laughs) to show up and now all of these intelligent things and knowledgeable things that I've learned. Now I want to really embody them and I want to really be in mother earth and be held by mother earth and that kind of energy. And so, so no matter where, where people choose to go to find their Dharma, to find their guidance, don't think that you're alone. It's always 
like being together and even having this conversation with you for me, um, lights up so many parts of me that I wouldn't be able to see. Right. Oh, like if I'm, I if I'm it. doing it alone. Me yeah. too. Me too. And I totally agree with you. Um, so, you know, in the shamanic journey, like what I do love is when we go in, you know, what I do here often, my client would be like, oh, I see so much when we go on a journey together. Like my intuition just opens up like the energy, like they always see what I say, like they see it first. And then I would say it in the journey. Mm-hmm. So then they get to experience like their own power and connection. But then they're always like coming out of the journey. It's like, oh my gosh, like I could see so much than I would when I meditate myself, right? So I think what you're talking to is something I see as well in my own experience and in workings with clients is sometimes when you get together with the right support, you amplify the energy of each other. Um, And so that also expands and it's so much more fun when you are not doing it alone and you never have to do it alone. And then also when you work with somebody and amplify the energy and expand and grow in such a way, um, it's so much quicker and it's so much more ease around it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, ever since I started hiring my first coach, that's just always been, I'm like, why wouldn't you now? I know, right? Like, and yeah, and then for you to know, like intuition, knowing that's your teacher, your soul is so wise. You might not know all the reasons logically, but you know, and you know, and those are like the little glimmers of your higher self talking to you and just go with it. And your like the opening of the different perspective is what a guide or support can often bring in. And if you talk about what it's growing, what's expanding, it's just that to like expand your perspectives so that you can see the truth from more different ways. Yeah, absolutely. So beautifully put. Yeah, you can just, you know, (laughs) be able to take these layers off and see your own truth, like that your Atman, your spirit, your true self already knows what's right, what's not right, which way to go. It already knows all the answers. It's just sometimes we lose touch with it. And so all these practices really help us connect to connect with that. Exactly. And I think we brought up the good point, even in the Ayurvedic, there is, you know, different stages of transformation. It's just a different way to go into that connection. So it's great. And there's so many different modalities, like whatever modality speaks to you, just start somewhere. And I think the end goal is so that you can come and really just listen in. And that is also what's your feminine energy when you can come into your own sovereignty and be Mm. the ruler of your own domain. And so you have the clarity. It's clarity, clarity, clarity. It's connecting with that before you could come into creativity, before you come with any innovation and, and really before you can come in and, and be honing in that power that you hold. And so I think, you know, this is coming back. If you were to boil it down, will be into your feminine energy. 
your intuition, your emotion, your feelings, your ability to connect to your higher self, your multidimensionality to travel, to go. You could bring in any dimension to this reality. It's just how much you believe in it and how much you trust it. And that is going to quantum leap. You know, when people talk about quantum leaping, mm-hmm. it's like sliding door of the movie. You just have to walk into it. Like, it's not like higher. It's like in front of you. Wow. So, right. Yeah. It's just about, can you connect with it strong enough for you to walk through and then change your reality? So everything comes first in your thinking but the thinking is a way to translate you know what you're Mm -hmm. getting from your higher self right and um you know this is why I love the shamanic journey because you just go in and you get to make every moment new anytime you have any challenges you could just go on a journey and you connect with your higher self and be open whatever that needs to present to you for you to let go, you Mm -hmm. need to let go to make room, right? If you want to change whatever, you want to change your feel, how you feel, you want to change your reality. You know, I'm not saying it's easy. Like imagine you have this full functional business and you have to shut it down the next day without warning. Yeah, you know, those are really, really tough times, but it's also this practice that will has carried me through tough times. And now that with my clients, I'm like, I know it's tough, but you know, the universe had put that in front of you because you have the power to go through that tough challenge, otherwise, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be presented with it. If you are, it means that you have the power to go through it and change it. Yes. Thank you, universe. <laughs> I'm ready to attract things the easy way. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny. I just had a client call today. And, you know, it comes back to these common themes. What stresses people out these days? So sometimes what seemingly is challenge is because you know, you have to sit back and think, what are you chasing? You know, says who you have to keep doing this thing at this rate and not caring for yourself. I know. You know? It's yeah. like the fear of everything crumbling down, you know, the fear of your life being ruined, um, mm-hmm. the fear that you lose things. It's all very fear-based. Yeah. So also this practice in any way that you can find your practice is really what I'm talking to. What it's going to get you to connect with that truth of you. It's mm-hmm. going to pull you through because now you can speak to your experience, even through the shutting, you know, down the studio and you found like new revenue streams. It brought you to new opportunities and new business Something that you actually love. And you know, that could have been the universe. Like, Paris, off you go. You're ready to do that next thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes, you know, I'm a Pitta mostly. And Pitta's learn the hard way. (laughs) I'm actually a Pitta Kapha. And Pitta Kapha, and Kaphas get attached to things. 
So mm-hmm. even though my spirit knew that I was ready to move on and to embrace this next level and level up, I was like, <laughs> but my studio. And so, yeah, I, I always get it the hard way with the universe, but you don't have to. <laughs> if no. I think I think we're also moving to a different times, like um, astrologically speaking, because one one branch of Ayurveda is just astrology. And right now we're entering the time of anything that is forceful, anything that you have to really like, like go against the waves in order to achieve, let it go. Even though you cannot see what's to come, you know, Ah. we're supposed to be riding the waves now I mean we always did but like right now it's not a time to fight for anything Mm. that way yeah Uh, what happens if you surrender you surrender and you really trust that yes you take the first step and that the rest of it will will appear and I see this more and more and more in my own life so I hope that we can all uh, surrender and put our trust in in what is to come yeah and I think that's a big one I had to learn through that too a lot in the last two years um, to trust yourself yeah you know and and the trust when you build up that trust in yourself you know it also kind of like work hand in hand where you trust the universe a little bit more you know like mm-hmm. And, and this is like what I say all the time, think back on your own evidence that, you know, everything always works out. It always does. Look back. Didn't everything work out? Yeah. In one way or another? Yes. <laughs> so I think that's faith, right? Having faith. Yeah. In something yeah. greater than ourselves. I think we get in trouble when we don't mm-hmm. have faith in something greater than ourselves. Because you are, yes. you are the embodiment of God. Like you are God, but yeah. you're a micro version of the macro version of God, you know, yes. or universe yes. or whatever you want to call it. And so yeah. if you realize this, mm-hmm. that, that God inside of you is a part of the macro, universal, magical, you know, luminous, beautiful yes. light that gave you life then uh, your everything changes our perspective changes towards anything that comes yeah. our way our perspective changes yeah. towards life yes so this is like what i've been diving into is that if you're in whatever situation you're in right and i'm sure it feels hard it can be hard it, i'm sure it is hard but also if you're thinking that it's hard then it will be hard right and then it's also the same thing you could worry your way through it or you could have a stronger practice for yourself to have more trust have more faith because either way you go through day by day it's whatever you make of it you have a choice at the end of how you want to feel and I think that is such a powerful thing easier said than done Mm -hmm. but you could, you know, train yourself. And I feel this is the practice that had pulled me through at any hard times. 
You could always connect with your higher self. You could always, you know, do Ayurvedic practices that bring in more vitality. Because like either way, do you want to go through it stressed and worried? Or do you want to go through it with a higher perspective that you know you get through it? So bring in a little bit of curiosity. Well, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Invite, invite a bit of creativity, right? Um, so it's like if you're struggling, then there's no chance of thriving. I, I always refer back to babies. Or do you remember what babies, especially in the first year, you just want them to nap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how ladies, either they're soothed, they're calm, and they will sleep. Or they're not soothed and they won't sleep, even though they're so exhausted. And so like what the first year was like, how do I soothe this baby? Right? Right. So it's like in that, it's either you're soothed, you'll be sleepy, or you're exhausted and tired and tantrum. So, so true. Yeah. If you're struggling, then you're not thriving. Mm-hmm. And I think this is so in relation to the somatic practice, you know, I, I know that Ayurvedic has like a focus on that and yoga and your background is focused on that because it, there's so much held in the body. Oh, yeah, so definitely moving from that way to release those like struggles and stresses and tension. It's also very quick and helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think I'm getting better and better at <laughs> coming up with all these somatic movements that actually get the job done. Because like, <laughs> like get straight to it. <laughs> my clients are usually like career women or they're like busy moms or, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, just the morning and nighttime, change your routines wake up in the morning and do this 20 minute video. And I have literally seen people yeah. change their life, their state of health, their entire life, because then, you know, you're telling your pranic force, your vital force to go flow, you know, in a certain way. And all yeah. the Eastern modalities, they have a name for it, prana, shi, ki, whatever you want to call it. And you are actually allowing it to flow in a direction that is purposeful and that's helpful for your body's functioning. And so the rest of the day changes, you know, yes. so really like more targeted, targeted, somatic, specific to each marma point or points of like acupuncture points or um, our internal organ points where uh, now the body is getting the message that fight or flight yeah. is done and and we're going to function from a place of calm and steady, you know, no matter yes. how many things we have to do. You see, I love that because, you know, I th this is what I love because it might just sound so simple and small, but you know, there's so much that's go goes on. Like for the client that you just spoke about, it's not only because of those changes, they help with the flow of the energy so that, you know, to me, I would say, but more overarching, the change comes from caring for yourself. Mm -hmm. The energy of putting yourself nurturing yourself, mothering yourself, putting yourself as a priority, 
you see so much of that it's like unraveling of like I'm not worth it in that energy yeah so it's like either you care for yourself or you don't so either you're worthy or you're not valuing yourself right yeah yeah absolutely and the energy flow you know it does a lot because when your energy is focused then you get to direct it in a focused way then all of a sudden you position yourself to be a little bit more intentional for your day of course it's going to change and everything become more conscious where you want it to go what you want to see shifting in your world you know absolutely I mean yeah that's such a great point it's um like ayurvedically speaking your lymphatic system is like it doesn't have an organ to pump it or move it so if you don't move first thing in the morning it gets stagnated like you feel lethargic things are not digesting well later on in the day and it's like our physical body is our home to our spirit our mental body our emotions and so how could you move through things and things flow and there's joy and enthusiasm if the lymphatic system is like a rock and it's not moving and it's it's full of toxins or ama so it's all it all really does go hand in hand and science is more and more catching up with that and there's a purpose and there's a vision behind all of these practices and so um all right i think we can end on that note (laughs) we can just go on forever (laughs) i know we can go on forever but uh, we'll just leave everyone with that thinking about a practice or a modality that works for you whether it's ayurveda whether it's shamanism whether it's chinese medicine whatever it is yoga all of these things really are systems that have worked for thousands of years you know that's another thing i want people you know like trends come and trends go but the ancient teachings have have been there for thousands of years and they have been working you know time after time and that's how we know they work and i can tell you like i don't teach anything that doesn't work on me like if it Mm -hmm. changes my life then I will bring it into my teachings. If it doesn't absolutely blow my mind, you're not going to see me do it. So, <laughs> so what blows your mind? What gives you the tools? So what mm-hmm. is that, you know, the Buddha saying, these are all fingers to, to uh, God and the God is you. Like which, which way and which modality will take you closer to your true self, to your higher self, to the God of yourself, to your divinity, to your mm-hmm. essence. Whatever mm-hmm. works for you, take that and don't stop. Even if you don't see what's going to happen down the road with it, just go one step after another yeah. and have faith and trust that you will get there. Because we did. We, we kind of... You know, we continue to go on the journey, but, you know, it worked for us. It's going to work for everybody else. Oh, yeah. And it all started doing it like scared and not sure. Oh, of course. (laughs) You know, (laughs) but then there was just something inside like I know it and I want to and I'm going to do it. You know, those are the little voices. If you if you like have your practice, then like that inner voice it will become clear, you know, like now you just kind of let your intuition guide you, like what it really means by soul led, 
It's like, let that higher intelligence to work through you, but then it needs to come through. And these are the practices, like no matter where you start, like you said, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Whatever it is, just take that first step. Don't try to have it all figured out. Go towards whatever brings you life and happiness and joy. Um, yes. and, and see where, see the magic of universe. Like I had, I got a message from one of my clients today and she, she was so sad because a part, one of her family members just stopped talking to her and she couldn't understand why, mm. but, but, you know, we had sessions talking about how this is about the family member not you, you know, she, he's probably going through some stuff and, after like working together for uh, 15, 16 weeks and really coming to that place where I could see in her that she truly surrendered. And she was like, okay, I don't know what the meaning of this is, but I, <laughs> I, I love this person. I'm letting them go. Mm -hmm. And literally the next week he messaged and he wants to like go for lunch and he wants to like keep the mm. relationship going. And it's like, what is the meaning of this? And the meaning is that whatever you hold on to too tightly is going to escape. But if you just hold it with the palm of your hand open or another uh, good kind of thing that I've heard about this is like, if you try to catch a butterfly, they will fly away. But if you tend to your garden, and you mm. plant beautiful flowers and you just sit there and meditate, the butterfly will come. <laughs> and in, yeah. in the same way, it's like just surrendering. Where In what parts of your life can you surrender and see, plant the seeds of intention in other parts where you really know something within your heart that you want to grow and yeah. go from there. Don't, don't just do nothing because you don't know what's going to happen next. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is so much in that too for another time to uncover, but definitely surrender would be key to let go, let go of control and do not stop by fear and just, you know, when in doubt, it just go, like you say, whatever that you feel joy, what, you know, the feeling of like, Ooh, that's expensive. That's open. Instead of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like those are good signs too in your body, right? Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Whitney. And I'm going to put your uh, information below this video and this audio so everyone can check things out. And uh, I'm sure that we will talk again in another episode soon. Oh, thanks so much again for having me. Thank My pleasure. You. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.